to M-Class Emails. <laughs> That's our new theme song, I guess. I don't even know what the theme song to this is anymore. You know, I hear it constantly, but I never remember this one. I remember the one for M-Class Podcast. Yeah, it's real spooky 80s, like, yeah. spooky. It's like a horror movie, like a uh, John Carpenter movie Yeah, it's soundtrack. a little John carpenter It's a little, like... Like uh, Twilight Zone. From yeah, the it's 80s. like a Stranger uh-huh. Things B. Yeah, it's little Stranger Things. Anyway, I'm Jeff. I'm Josh. And on this program, we read your emails and give you uh, as close to an answer as we can humanly get. <laughs> Which is really any anything anyone can ask of us. <laughs> uh, we we on are the emails we, we get. We did not feel good today. <laughs> no. Uh, Josh fell asleep. Yeah. And I have a cold coming on and barely slept last night, so we're both fucked. I thought maybe you were not feeling good because you had to draw so much recently. Maybe you were. Well, yeah. That, that's my wrist hurts like a motherfucker. Half you need the like time one of those now. bowling uh, wrist things. <laughs> like, like the Jesus. Yeah, like the Jesus. You gotta lick the pencil with the tip of your tongue. Oh, Jesus. I get it. Don't fuck with the Jesus. My wrist hurts, like, half the time, and then I do, like, these stupid stretches that make me look like a dum-dum, but it feels better afterwards. (laughs) Well, I mean, as long as it makes it feel good. I'm not judging anybody for the stretches. Hey, if it makes you feel good, do it. That's right. What do you think I'm doing right now in my stretches, quote-unquote? He's stretching his pecker. <laughs> oh, pecker. Pecker is such like a <laughs> weird word for a dick. It's like the weirdest word. I don't like I get it. I get what it means, right? Sure. But yeah, it has it's dumb yeah. as fuck. It's not the best one. Anyway, not the best one. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Our first email is from Bob. Hi Bob. Who says, Hey Turek Boys! Turek Boys! <laughs> It's me, that person from Twitter you don't know. Devin Hi. at Pezcore87. Okay. Good to see you. Uh, I don't really have anything special to talk about, so I'll just ask a dumb Star Trek hypothetical. Okay. Which of these characters would make the best one-night stand and why? And you have to oh, pick wow. either or. This is a great question. Question one, Picard or Cisco? And Cisco is the answer. Yeah, Cisco. Cisco would uh he would ravage you. They would it would yeah. be a one night stand to remember. Yeah, Picard's got too many rules about who he's gonna fuck. Like he's real like like He's staunch. Picky. He's real yeah, he's a picky boy. He needs all these like requirements to be in place to fuck somebody. You just fall in love with Picard anyway. <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. That's what happened to you marry that's Picard, what happened to Vosh. That's well, exactly. But even then, it took him a while to be like, "Oh, I guess I'll fuck her." That episode <laughs> is weird because it like makes Picard out to be have like all these character traits that he just never has again after that yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, anyway. man, Riza, Riza does that to you. Uh, question two: Spock or Data? And Data <laughs> is fully functional. Yeah, Data could probably like do all kinds of stuff, unless it's Spock during the Ponfar. It's true. But Spock during the Pond Far is just trying to inseminate, right? I don't think he would really care about like how you feel. Yeah, but he's trying to inseminate your butt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean whatever. Uh, I got stuff to do later. (laughs) 
three, Bones or the Voyager EMH? <laughs> oh, my God, Bones. It'd have to be Bones. They yeah. don't call him Bones for nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, bones has two dicks, confirmed. What? <laughs> bones. It's yeah, plural. Multiple bones. Multiple bones. I'm saying it's cause he bones. Oh, 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 bones. Got it. <laughs> he, he, you know that he bones. Yeah. Well, yeah. He boned uh, one of the uh, Daxes. Yeah, that's true. The gymnast. Yeah, whichever one that is. Um, the fourth one is the real difficult question. Okay. Uh, Kai Wen or Moogie? Oh. <laughs> Not Kai Wen. Yeah, Kai Wen would like make my pee pee go back up in me. I yeah, can't. it would be like uh, instant softness. Yeah. So I, I guess Moogie? <laughs> Moogie. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, Moogie. Oh, uh, brother. Ah, uh, brother. Moogie. Moogie. <laughs> At uh, least Woogie, like, I don't know, she's been around, man, and she clark. got that, uh, she's got that, uh, that, that, uh, that Zek money now, so. I guess. And they live on Ryza, so, hey, it's like, it's like anything goes, man. Go to Ryza, fuck a Ferengi lady I'm who's 97 years old. not trying to fuck a Ferengi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe it's great, who knows? I feel like they would be very greedy lovers. Sometimes it's, again, Jeff, again, sometimes that's good. How? How is that good? Because <laughs> they're just gonna, they're, you know, it's insatiable. It's like they're like, quest I'm not for trying Latin to them. get a one pump chump Ferengi, <laughs> okay? I guess it went back to being gay. It was straight for a minute because it was Kai Winter Moogie. Yeah, it went well, back sure. To being I gay. mean, whatever, right? Like, it doesn't matter, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks for everything you beautiful boys do. I love you both. P.S. Thank you. I haven't written an email in literally ten years, so I hope you're proud of yourself, Jeff. That's incredible. I am super proud of myself now. That's incredible that he hasn't written an email in ten years. Like, I'm jealous, honestly. I, I wish I could never write an email again. Um, our next email is from John <laughs> Mulhawk. Cool name. Uh... He he said, "Knock yourself out with that pronunciation." It's M O L H O E K. I think it's Molehawk. Molehawk? Yeah, that's what I would say. Uh, hi guys, big fan of Jolie Bindo here. Hell yeah, Jolie Bindo. <laughs> Where is Fuck that yeah. coming from? Your streams? I don't know. We talked about Jolie Bindo. I think. Did we? I think so. Maybe. I think uh, we did with Kevin. Oh yeah, this is old. I saw your yeah. tweet asking for emails, so I'm excited to send this too late for the recording and get made fun of in two weeks. <laughs> it's definitely only been two weeks as well. For sure. So. For sure. <laughs> it hasn't been exactly a month since yes, we got no. this email or anything. Two weeks. <laughs> That's from uh, Total Recall. I know, I know. You I got it, references. you got it. I've been a fan of the Josh Tenu Potomatic universe since Syndication Station was merely a twinkle in Mike Sador's eye. <laughs> so yeah, long time first time, I guess. Nice, thank you. Unless you count trying to make people laugh in the continue streams with a shitty Flyman impression, or that one time I saw Josh give a source for some redhead porn on Reddit. Thanks again, man. 
<laughs> Wait, did I do that? I'm sure you did. Does that's that not sound like something you would do? Hey, if somebody's asking for who a porn star is and I know it, I'm gonna I'm gonna hook him up, dude. That's true. You gotta be. I have a, nice a library. To other dicks. Yeah, I have, I'm like a library of porn stars in my brain. So like, I'm gonna hook people up if I can. Truly a service to mankind. <laughs> somebody's gotta do it. I'm like a I'm like a like a like a like a scribe. I'm just writing down porn star names. <laughs> In my fucking castle. You're like an oracle. People come what from miles around to ask questions yeah. of the porn oracle. I'm like the Delphi, the porn Delf oracle of Delphi. And so I'm not just making Jeff read me suck Josh's dick over here. I wanted to say <laughs> I unironically loved that Woodman Inktober you did, and I'm on your side about never watching Battlestar. <laughs> on your side. He's I on didn't know side. I had a side, but yeah. <laughs> It's a battle. It's a battle store. Galactic watch it. Anyway, <laughs> your show has gotten me back into Star Trek. Hell yeah. I started watching TNG in high school to impress this girl I wanted to... What's a Star Trek word for bang? Fully functional... Uh, there's something there. They probably don't say bang. They probably say... Uh... Uh, I don't know. Maybe they say make, make love a lot. <laughs> make love. Yeah, that's I don't like that, though. Let's go with finger. Hot Dickens. <laughs> Hot Dickens. Spelled like uh, Dickens the writer. Got it. <laughs> uh, but then she moved to Pittsburgh and I stopped. Thanks to you guys, I finished TNG and I'm halfway through DS9 and I'm actually liking it a lot more. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Something about being a <laughs> bunch of nobodies on the frontier versus the best of Starfleet really appealed to me. Of course, an insane amount of crazy shit still happens at this random station, but that's protagonist for you. <laughs> that's storytelling <laughs> so my question I was always more of a Star Wars kid and that expanded universe tangent y'all got on last emails up was a highlight and I would seriously listen to a whole cast about the great shit in EU books, games, and oh, comics yeah. Disney and Jajabrams shredded and burned yeah I like Jajabrams Jajabrams <laughs> is good but with Star Trek, I don't really hear anyone talk about anything besides the series and films. Is there anything worthwhile outside that? Books, comics, and games? I know Josh loves Star Trek Online. Does it achieve things from a storytelling perspective comparable to the on-screen Star Trek? Yes. there. It. I will go to bat for online great a, a great amount. It. It's First of all, a lot of it is canon because CBS owns uh, the game. And so, like, whenever there's a new story arc, like, that arc has to be approved by, like, whoever CBS, like, it, uh, sends <laughs> to do that job. And, uh, it fixes a lot of the shit that, like, gets messed up by the, by the JJ-verse, like, and there's really good stories in it. Like, sometimes I'll be like, that's a really fucking clever way to, to deal with that story in, in a game where you're, like, the main character, right? But, like... You're also playing with characters who, like, are being voiced by the actors who played them almost all the time. Um, I don't know. Like, the game really is great. <laughs> I can't... If you like Star Trek, you should be playing the game. I, I don't know. That's, I, that's I've all. I've never played Star Trek online. I know, Jeff. And you've never seen Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I'm just a black hole of a human being, I guess. <laughs> You're like a void. There's a, a Star Trek point-and-click game. Mm -hmm. there's the 25th anniversary version of it available on steam and it's actually basically like the lost episodes of the original yeah. star trek series it's actually That's really cool. fucking good 
And it's completely voiced by the original cast. Yeah. There's another game I used to play a lot, too. Uh, Star Trek Armada 2. And it's got... Uh, Patrick Stewart is in it, oh, the yeah. whole game. There's, and that's a pretty cool he's story. He's actually in Star Trek Elite Forces as yeah, well. Yeah, yes, yes. Elite Forces 1 and 2 are actually really fucking fun first-person yeah. shooter games. Yeah. And uh, in 2, I don't know if you can in 1, but in 2, you go to uh, Starfleet Command. Mm-hmm. You go to Starfleet Headquarters in San Francisco, and you can just walk around the entire campus that's awesome and you can just go into buildings and go up to people's offices and shit it's really <laughs> cool there's a uh, in a in sto there's a, a a special room a classroom you can go to and it's specifically for our peers to play like they're in a classroom oh yeah <laughs> it's really cool. That's cool yeah it's it's really cool <laughs> um i've read a few star trek novels and they've all been original series novels. I haven't read any mm-hmm. of the um, next-gen novels or anything. I know there's a, a big series of next-gen novels that take place during that time period that were written by Peter David. Yeah. Uh, about his about some captain named Calhoun. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Calhoun. And those uh, are apparently really popular, but um, the original yeah, series never... novels I've read are all garbage, especially the ones written by uh, fucking William Shatner himself. Shatner, yeah. Garbo. Yeah, I never... I've, I've read a shitload of Star Wars novels, but I've never read a Star Trek novel. Wow. I don't know why. I, I don't thought really you were know a why. Trek boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh, Trek boy status in question. <laughs> Oh shit, I better think of a good, clever uh, John Larroquette fact of the day to get me back in on this. We will convene the tribunal at noon. <laughs> you are sentenced to to a life on Aurora Penthe. <laughs> Might happen, Josh. For the remainder of your life. You are I sentenced to be fired from this podcast unceremoniously. <laughs> no! And then you spin off into space in, like, the Phantom Zone. The cube. Phantom Zone. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'd be used to this by now? Uh, um, I've not read a whole lot of the novels. The ones I've read were TOS, and they sucked. But um, yeah. people go to bat pretty heavy for the Peter David novels. I, so. would, I, would, I would check them out. I, now that I know about them, I, n- I, n- I never knew about them. So... Uh, I know about them. Uh, you'll think this is funny, I'm sure. I know about them because Dr. Solar is in them. Oh, yeah, okay, that's cool. Because uh, I, you love I'm her. sexually attracted to Dr. Solar, so... Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, I, know, we I, all know, Jeff. I fictionally stalked her from the TV show into the books. <laughs> into the books? I wonder what Solar's up to, and then she appears in a book, and like you see it on her Facebook. Just showed up in a David whatever-the-hell book. <laughs> <laughs> Peter David is Peter David. a really great, uh, like, really long series of Hulk comic books. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what was that laugh about? I just, I just think that's a, uh, uh, a strange jump. Yeah, from the Hulk to Star Trek. To but Star he Trek, also yeah. wrote quite a few episodes of Star Trek. Oh, okay. Well, that's well. awesome then. But, no, I, I I would seriously be into checking those out. I would love to read some of that. Uh, so there's my somewhat Star Trek related question for your podcast, where you occasionally talk about Star Trek. 
That's a great question. Can't wait to hear back next week. In the meantime, Trek Boys! Trek Boys! I can't yell too loud, because uh, I just you got, can't. You got neighbors? No, I don't have neighbors anymore. They got evicted. Good. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Good. Our next email is... uh. From at Dusselapod on Twitter, MySpace, Club Penguin, and Hobo Hotel. <laughs> Club Penguin, holy shit. <laughs> it's not around anymore. <laughs> hey, Trek Boys. Trek Boys. Trek Boys. <laughs> Big time, long time. Been a fan of Josh since he first showed up on Continue and have followed him through most of the podcast he stumbled through. I wanted to suggest Great. a Voyager episode. Season Can you two? write my Wikipedia article for me? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, wanted to suggest a Voyager episode. Season oh, no. 2, episode 3, Projections. I know Voyager dips into a lot of episodes that revolve around the whole thing taking place in the holodeck or it wasn't real, but this episode is pretty good and even kind of sad. Let me look it up here. I've seen them all. I hope you read this on the podcast and use my name in the subject line, not my email. I don't need maniacs emailing me. Thanks. Keep on trekking. I highlighted this because we got uh, a lot of emails I had to go through of people being like, hey, you should watch this episode. Oh, for like good episodes or for bad episodes? I don't know. No one said. No, no one said? Because we're doing bad episodes right now, but I don't know. If you if you guys want to send us episodes, that's cool, because we do need to figure out where we're going to go after the bad episodes, but uh, give us like a, um, a topic for that episode as well, so we can find some more stuff to go with it, mm -hmm. because then you guys do the work for us, and that's like way better than us having to do the work. Yeah, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I would like to not do any work ever. Yeah, that'd be great. No, thanks, thanks though. I appreciate that, Dusselapod. <laughs> well, we might look into that one. We got a oh, lot is this of track. The one to where he through. gets sent to the Jupiter station and the yeah, this one's not bad. This oh yeah, bad. yeah, I know that one. And he meets uh, the the doctor who's who's uh, him. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I can't remember his name. But doctor yeah, fucking, I can't remember. Doctor, his name either. what's his fucking face? Zimmerman, Louis Zimmerman. Zimmerman. Yeah, Doctor Zim Zim Salabim. And Zim, Zim Zim Salvin is in uh, Deep Space Nine, too, right? Yeah, he is, and he's an asshole in that. He's so. a super dickhead. <laughs> um, our next email <laughs> is from Joe Anime. I'm nice. sure that's his real last name. Joe Anime, yeah. He says, hey guys, it's me. I was the kid with the Spock t-shirt on Twitter. I remember Nice. That. Uh, hey guys, first time, long time. I've been a mm -hmm. fan since they called you New Dom on Continue. <laughs> and as for that guy, I always liked your stories better on Fantasy Fiction, Josh. <laughs> well, that's very nice of you. Thank you. Jeff, who is your favorite common writer? When I heard you had a writer <laughs> podcast, I flipped my lid. I really like Decade, Common Writer 2, Black, and V3. Grasshopper. Uh, my favorite common writer is Common Writer Joker. Let me look this up. Dumbled. I don't know anything about this show. No, Josh has never heard of it until he met me. Uh, common. I spelled it like common. Like no, it's the K A M E N. Yeah, Cayman. Cayman. Like the right. island. Oh, I see him. He's he, cool. He's like purple. Yeah, he's he's dope. He um, looks cool. I like Common Rider Joker, the original Common Rider. Um, Black. I like a lot. Common Rider Black. And what's what's Black look like? Black is also really cool looking. Oh, he's like a 
Oh yeah, I like that. I like this because this is like Ultraman-ish, you know. Yeah, obviously, it's, it's, it's very... made by like the um, rival studio. Yeah. Okay. Um, they've been around for just about as long as each other. Like Kamen Rider came later because Ultraman yeah, merchandising goes by... action figure toy got it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it's like a children's no. t- like children's uh, yeah television commercial for action figures. But I mean, fun. I I love Power Rangers, so I mean, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, those are my favorites. I like Rider Two and V Three as well. A decade, I'm yeah, not so keen on, but I understand why people like them. There's so many of them. Holy there shit. are. There's a fucking seventy years worth of common riders. That's so. a lot. Yeah. Look at V Three. He's got like a bumblebee man. He's a uh, V Three is a dragonfly. He's got like a vampire cloak on. Yeah. He's got like a little fucking like high cloaked like. Dracula thing going on. He's got like a Dracula look. V3 is great because he doesn't just like beat up his opponents. He like makes a fucking fool out of them and oh, tricks them like and then do. beats them up. That's what I do with my opponents. I know. I've seen you on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a battleground, man. You got I know. I know. Put up your dukes. So fucking Kevin Cole tweeted earlier. This is going to date this for fucking ever, but he tweeted that he in fantasy worlds now he's going to translate the internet into like a swirling maelstrom of magic. Oh my god. And if yeah. you shove your head into it, you gain knowledge whether it be like from the other side of the world or like how to make an <laughs> egg or like how to make an egg. Like where to find the best new shoes, but you have no idea what information you're getting when you shove your head in. <laughs> <laughs> it just ages you. It just and like, he said, uh, you get like 2d6 emotional damage every time you use it. And I was like, just like the real internet. That's the real internet, man. Spend enough time there. You start to fucking, you start hearing like, like footsteps behind you. You're like, yeah. someone making fun of me. <laughs> Kevin Cole is the funniest boy. He's great. People I don't give him. him the credit he deserves. He's amazing. No, he's great. He's amazing. Um, <laughs> anyway, my question for the emails episode what are your favorite pieces of technology? Is it the Wrath of Khan Type 2 Phaser or the TNG era medical tricorder with that little pop-out scanning module? Oh, I love when Dax loves that thing. That's such a great moment. <laughs> As you can She's probably like, oh. tell, I love the tricorder. <laughs> yeah, the tricorder is great. I don't know. I don't I don't like the phasers really at all. They're just kind of like things really like i love really... the type 2 original series phaser it's the, oh, yeah the original sci-fi. series ones are fun yeah like it's it's 100 um, percent like 50s and 60s sci-fi it's a little ray gun and i love it yeah yeah i love the i love that ray gun look to to stuff um i don't like I, the I, tng phaser at all it's like a little handheld vacuum cleaner well, the first one, laser the first one is terrible yeah and then they have like the remote control garage door opener one <laughs> Which is like terrible. Well, in TOS, they had those two. They like yeah, they had those two of, yeah. on top of the Type Two phaser, and you pull it out. You it's pull the type it off. One. Yeah, which you I can think get those cool. in the game. I have one actually. That's cool. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike that stuff. I, I don't know. I don't think I could pick like one thing. I think I my favorite uh, moment in Star Trek like history, I guess, would be like. Um, the sh- the new ships that they made after the like, the the revamp right like like uh, the Enterprise D is like the first of like the we're updating Starfleet you That's know true. 
like and I like the, like the like Akira in, class ships and I like the sabers and I like uh yeah, I just like all the new like ships that they make. I think it's so cool. Josh loves like, ship porn. I do love ship porn. I love it. My, it's awesome. I guess my favorite piece of technology in Star Trek is uh the fucking um oh my god. I'm so tired. I've lost words. It's okay. Just a uh, It makes we'll, we'll food make it. and objects. The replicator? Replicator. Oh my god. Yeah, I, dude. Yeah. Because without the replicator, Star Trek wouldn't exist. There would be I no love, Starfleet. I love when when uh before Keiko and O'Brien's wedding when Worf is looking at things on the replicator to give them. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just showing him a bunch of shit like here's a plate. Here's a vase. Like and it, like, can you imagine? I love that can in you the imagine? Future, like, you just go to the same machine where anyone they could go. The person you're buying the gift for could go they to the machine and be like, "I it. want a plate," and the plate will come out. And you go to it the machine like, and get them a plate. <laughs> it adds like a great dimension to like the idea of gift giving. Then, because like now you really have to think about yeah, it, right? You have to figure out something that they would like, but they haven't thought to get for themselves. Right? They haven't yet. thought about. Yeah. Because you could just be like, well, I just got one of those out of the magic machine that makes things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a great. Uh, yeah, replicators are great. The replicator is definitely my favorite. I, yeah. I think the phaser has a place in my heart, like deep down in my heart, because uh, every weapon we have now is meant to kill you. Right. There, there are a few weapons like uh like a stun gun or something that's not or like meant a rubber bullet. Yeah. But it still can kill you. Right. But the phaser was designed with a stun setting specifically in mind that will not kill you when it hits right. you. Right. I like and, I like that phasers are kind of reverse guns, yeah. right? Like they're guns, but they're not guns in the sense that they're not meant to... Like, guns only kill people. That's yeah, the only thing they do. That's all they're for. And, <laughs> yeah. like, and phasers are meant to knock you out or incapacitate phasers, you. Phasers are for incapacitating threats. They're not for right. killing. They're defensive weapons. They're not offensive yeah, they're weapons. They're really defensive weapons in a way that yeah. guns can never be. Right. Gun, yeah. Even, like, a rubber bullet, like, if you get hit in the face, like, yeah, that might kill you'll you. You'll still get killed. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it speaks so like heavily to the utopian ideals of Starfleet yeah. and the Federation that even the weapons that they use and when they have to use weapons have a built-in function to not kill. Right, and that means a lot to me. Yeah, no, I agree with I, I like and that. that that's too. one of the things that makes me so interested in security in Starfleet because they keep creating throughout the series better and better ways to not kill your opponent. Yeah, we also live in America where like especially now, uh oh yeah. Cops are just like, hey, let's just shoot people. (laughs) And you're like, but wait, you're the police. Like you you should think of a different way to do that. Like, don't just shoot people. Don't you have (laughs) a stun gun like right next to that? Don't you have, like, all this money and, and technology? Can't you just, like, figure out a way to, like, not kill people right away? Like, it's we live in, like, the worst version of the future. Yeah. And Star Trek is the best version, and there's so yeah. many contributing factors to that. But one of the biggest to me is the technology built around, like, combat isn't right. built for warfare. It's built for peacekeeping. Right, like it's, even it's, yes. ships' phasers have settings to not actually destroy ships when they hit them. Right, it's all about like hit the engines to stop them yeah. or, or hit the or, like, shields. Use from, like yeah. a low grade burst in order right. to stop them. 
There's a great line in uh, Enterprise where they talk about when they first get the photon torpedoes. They're like, it can knock an antenna off of a ship or it can put a crater in a moon the size of a city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you got a whole That's bunch true. of range there. <laughs> That's true. And I mean, they talk about, in in TOS, they talk about uh, using the phasers. Like, the phasers were designed for combat, but they're mostly used for destroying stray asteroids. Right, right. And that's yeah. Starfleet, you know? Yeah, that's the, yeah. You need you need to have the ability to go to war, but the the idea of war is abhorrent. Yeah. So they, like, yeah. That's my interest in tactical. That's why I would be wearing a red shirt or a gold shirt, and as the case the, may be, in time. Depending. Yeah, depending on where you're at. Because <laughs> security and, and tactical in Starfleet interests the shit out of me. You should watch Enterprise. There's they there's a whole thing I'm, wa- about I'm like this. slowly but surely starting to watch Enterprise. Like on one of the last podcasts I recommended people to start watching it even What? Yeah. I don't remember that. I had to have because there's an email coming up where somebody says I did. So it happened, <laughs> I guess. Well, maybe it was me. Maybe they think I'm you. Who knows? <laughs> People do. We are send, the same. People do tend to attribute stuff one of us said to the other a lot. I notice it's confusing. I get it. Um, we kind of look similar too, so I get it. Like we're player one and player two in like an NES game. We're just like yeah. palette swaps. I'm like the Luigi to your Mar- Mario. Yeah. Well, people do like Luigi better, so I guess that works out. People love Luigi. I love Luigi as well. <laughs> I love Mario Let's too. Go. I love those. I love those fat brothers. <laughs> uh, you guys are totally awesome. Thanks for all you do. Live long and keep on shirting it. <laughs> Thank you. Great email. Uh, you guys and guys, it broke my heart that you don't have many Trek figures between the two of you. The dusty old case in my house is full of figures. I have uh, a Data somewhere and I have a Riker. I've got a um, set of little plush. Um, I got Kirk, Spock, McCoy, Uhura, Picard, and Worf. We grew up in a time though when like toy like toys there weren't sucked. a whole lot of of Star Trek toys like they, they you had to were, go out of your way right? to get Star Trek toys yeah they weren't like at Toys R Us though you had to go yeah. to like a comic shop to get them you, or exactly or like even a even a con you had to go to you yeah. couldn't just like get these things yeah they weren't like, they weren't great toys today fucking rule right they look exactly yeah, like amazing. the thing they're supposed to look like yeah. Back they in the were day, terrible, it was G.I. Joe with paint on him to look like whatever character you wanted, kinda. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> but I I think I mentioned before that I have um, an Enterprise A and the Enterprise D on my desk. Yeah. I always want the, the figures, and honestly, like I would just play with them because I love ships. And oh, I would yeah. just play with the ships. I, I fly them around sometimes. I take them off their little <laughs> pedestal and fly them around. Yeah. That's cool. Anyway. I go on Think Geek and get a bunch of shit if I were rich, but you know, yeah, money is uh, not as free flowing here as it is on Ferenginar. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get in with that moogie, <laughs> moogie, <laughs> swoop in behind Zach. Quark! <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Got it. You got, got it. it back. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> we're back, baby. We're back, boys. Uh, our next email is from Charles. Hi. Who says, hey there, Trek boys. Trek boys. I've been listening to the show for about a month now, and you guys have been doing great. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. 
I've listened to all shows for movies episodes I've watched, and I'm holding off on the others. Right now, I'm okay. working my way through Enterprise on Jeff's suggestion. See? Hmm. Well, that's I'm going to guess you actually suggested it. I'm just, sure it was me. Yeah. Um, although, like, I like it now. I'm not going to bash on it like I used to. It has its yeah. problems, but I like it for what it, does, it is. It does, but there's a lot of good in there. There's, there's a lot of good shit in that show. Uh, side note, this show is really dark visually. I thought I was just yes. complaining about it until I got to the episode that took place on a planet with no sun. Oh, yeah, that, where they hunt people. Yeah, Anyways. they hunt the, the what, uh, Drajans or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I they remember. end up in the fucking cave, right? Uh, no, that's no, the one where they hallucinate. That's a, that's a good one. Uh, anyways, I got a quick pitch it or ditch it. Oh, yeah. The Enterprise D c- crew comes across a planet that has a beacon orbiting it, warning mm-hmm. ships to destroy any spacecraft that try to leave. But the beacon Ooh. comes from the Federation? After contacting Starfleet, Picard learns that the planet was part of a war with the early Federation that wouldn't stop because the planet refused to sign a peace treaty. Since the Federation faced exterminating an entire species, they decided the most humane solution was to trap them on the planet and prevent any other excursions out into space. The major conflict being with Picard struggling between following orders to destroy a warp reactor they found. On, on oh man, this is great. I'm I'm already pitching this. And, this is great. And trying to find a more peaceful solution. The episode. This is like. Oh, go ahead. This is like a reverse like prime directive. Like yeah. this is really good. I like this. The episode ends with the ship taking off from the planet, exploding mid-launch due to a failure in the containment field. Landing on the planet and examining their database shows the launch was a last-ditch effort to escape from a plague that had killed off the rest of the species. Oh my god, that's fucking crazy! Picard is left alone in the ready room, wondering what he could have done. This is amazing! This is like a fucking genius episode, dude. This is amazing! Like, this sounds like it would be a real episode that you're just describing to us. It's so fucking good. This is great. Hell yes, this is great. Uh, it's That's hard so to pitch it. And I'm, I've pitched things yeah. jokingly before. This is a 100% serious pitch. This is, I this is see a this. legit pitch, yeah. I, I would, I would watch the fuck out of this. This would make an amazing like fan film if anyone's interested in working with Charles... About it. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure uh, Tim Russ is. <laughs> well, yeah, true. You give that dude a sandwich, he's on board. Uh, what did what you did you say, fan film? <laughs> he's it's already me, outside Russ. my house, just like waiting. <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> Jeff, I, I heard someone say fan film. <laughs> Jeff, are you in there? I'm hungry. <laughs> you said fan film again. I heard it. I heard it, Jeff. <laughs> Thanks so much for writing in. That was really great. That was a great, that's a great one. Holy shit. Um, our next email <laughs> is uh, from Boston Sean Dupree. Oh, the inventor of Pitch It or Ditch the It. The creator. The creative mind behind such f- great Trek-centric quizzes as <laughs> Pitch It or Ditch It. Good evening, Trek boys. Good evening, Trek gentlemen. Big fan of, of Omniscient Bones here. <laughs> I'm, I'm noticing a like a pattern develop in the emails we're getting from people with big fan of yeah they the love they love saying it uh, but really all there is to be a fan of in this but really that's all there is to be a fan of in this abysmal episode he's talking about Spock's brain yes. right yeah uh, good on the cast to try their best though the premise oh, is so God. stupid it's hard to remember how sexist the episode is yeah it's there's a lot of dumb shit. 
that you forget, oh, like, yeah. oh, right, it was 1967, and this is there's, terrible. There's a lot of dumbass 60s sexism in some yeah. episodes of TOS. They they rise yeah. above it very rarely, but it does they, happen. They, they do rise above it sometimes, but most of the time they're like, nah, broads is still broads. <laughs> I do love in... Um, I, I rewatched um, City on the Edge of Forever... Yeah. Like, as a palate cleanser, right after I finished Spock's Brain. Yeah, dude. And there's a great scene where Edith Keeler is about to play piano or whatever, and one of the Mm -hmm. filthy bums is like, uh, if she really wants to help a guy out, she could... And Kirk just goes, shut up. Yeah. And he goes, but... uh," And he goes, shut up. Stop talking now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he loves her. He does. He 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 does love her. It's painful that episode. <laughs> That's a rough one. That's a great one, though. You know they changed that episode like a shit ton from the Did original they? version. Because the original, fun- the original version is um, written by fucking. Oh my god! Why am I so dumb? <laughs> it's all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. Everybody's right. like screaming. It. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about either. <laughs> So that makes it even better. <laughs> Fuck. I'm sorry. Everybody. Anyway. I'm sorry, everybody. No, it's okay. I'm trying. Okay, let me look it up. City. Yeah, I was actually looking it up that whole time. It's Harlan Ellison. Oh, Harlan Ellison. <laughs> it was yes. written by Harlan Ellison, and they made a graphic novel version of his version. Yeah. And it has like a dude selling drug gems that gets you super high. Oh yeah. Who gets lost in time and they have to go find him and like Spock is super racist against humans in it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, you'll have that. <laughs> there's this really strange line. Here's your John Larroquette fun fact of the week for you. Oh. There's this really weird line where Spock is like, I know your liaisons with women have been port to port and call to call, and there have been no love with them. I am a Vulcan, not a eunuch, so I understand this very well. Which implies that not only is Kirk just banging broads port to port, but Spock is too! (laughs) Spock's just like emotionlessly fucking people. (laughs) Just whatever. Whatever. I see why that didn't make it to air. Yeah, I'm glad they changed it. It's a great episode of television. <laughs> it really is. It's one. Of, it's one of my favorite episodes of Star Trek it's, ever. It's really great. Uh, anyway, so here are th- uh, three fun pitches for you for episodes to have instead of Spock's brain. Okay. Pitch one: A planet of Viking-like people are dying of alcohol poisoning, and the only way to save their civilization is hidden in Scotty's liver. <laughs> Now, now. Did, Just did because you. he's Scottish doesn't mean he's a drunk. <laughs> Even though he is a drunk, yeah, I guess. It's unrelated to his Scottishness, though. Yeah. <laughs> he's more just likes alcohol a lot. <laughs> um, I'm going to ditch it. Ditch it, yeah. I love Scotty. I would never <laughs> subject James Doohan to that shit. <laughs> he's in space. Well, now, not anymore, he's not. Not anymore. He fell back down. Whoops. Uh-oh. Two, a planet of Yakov Smirnovs are having trouble adjusting to the Federation. They need help Ditch from Yakov's accent. Um, Federation doesn't prime directive you. Prime directive Federation's the Federation. Yeah, it's super fucking hard ditch it. It's a mega ditch it, dude. Um, three, Welchie! Welchie! <laughs> 
pitch it. <laughs> yeah, I love Welshie. <laughs> Fucking Welshie. The wife just put Futurama on, so if you'll excuse me, dot, dot, dot. Nice. Nice. Boston Sean. Great. Thanks for the Thank email, you. Sean. Thanks, Sean. Our next email <laughs> is from Joe. Just, Hi, Joe. Just Joe. From Blade Runner 2049. Hey, Josh and Jeff. I'm loving the show and want to thank you guys for finally convincing me to watch DS9. Hey. You're welcome. You made the right decision. Yeah. We just helped you to make the right decision. You already already knew the answer. We just helped you. (laughs) We helped you unlock it from the deepest recesses of your heart. (laughs) From your heart, yeah. (laughs) I'd been a big TNG fan since high school, but always struggled to get into the other series. But I'm now on season four of DS9 and I'm loving it. Hell yeah. An idea for a series might be episodes where the bad guys aren't so bad. For example, mm-hmm. I Borg from TNG or Duet from DS9 or a bunch yeah. of others. Those are great. Those are good. That's like really good. That is a good one. I'll put that on the list. Yeah. Yeah, Duet. Yeah, yeah. They, oh, yeah. They, t- <laughs> they tend to be really good episodes, and the message in them are usually pretty evergreen. Yeah. Anyway. But- or season three of Enterprise. I mean, spoiler alert. Uh-oh. <laughs> keep up the good work and keep on space magicking. No copyright. <laughs> Regards, <on> Joe. <laughs> it's keep on trekking, right? I'm call. I'm calling my lawyers. <laughs> keep on trekking. <laughs> keep on trekking. Um, our next email mm-hmm. is from Sam. Hi. Who says, uh, he types this out too, so I have to say it. Greetings, Trekboy. Trekboy. Yeah, if they type it out like real long like that, hell yeah. <laughs> Since you're going through a list of worst episodes, I wanted to know what you think about the state of film and TV criticism on the internet. You can't swing oh a cat God. these days without hitting a college kid analyzing how cat swinging was sm- so much better when he was 12. Or a professionally published hot take on how cat swinging is really about post-pre-prior colonialism in the pseudo-modern Baroque age, if you assume <laughs> the cat is a metaphor for Spain. <laughs> I, uh, I'll, I, w- I think they, that in Red Letter Media they say it uh, best in one of, the, one of the episodes I watched recently, I think. Or maybe it was you, Jeff. I don't remember. Maybe I, I said I get, something good. Yeah, I forget. Sometimes I mix the two up, honestly. Somebody said who I admire and like. Aww. It was either Jeff or these other people <laughs> that uh or maybe it was me. I don't know. Maybe I said it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you should admire I, yourself. I don't I don't usually, but sometimes I say okay things. Uh I, I would I would take criticism over abject fanboyism any day. That was me. Like it was you. Okay, yeah. good. It was you. Yes. I fucking hate I agree. abject fanboyism. Yes. Like, my favorite I logo is on too. it, so it has to be good. It's like it's like liking a corporation or sticking yeah. up for a company. Like, why are you doing that? Like, don't do that. Uh, um, I, I think that's, like, part of the deal with the internet is you're going to have this stuff, but, like... You get both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, movies are really shitty now, also, so... Like, they're really bad. <laughs> Movies, for the most part, are garbage. There are a few yeah. standouts. Like, the There's Blade Runner sequel ones. was really good. Oh, my God. It's great. That was a it's amazing. great film. I, I watched it, like, three times, and I was like, this is a great movie. Yeah, there are some <laughs> definite standouts like that. Yeah. But for the most part, you're you're talking about, like, Transformers 30 and fucking... Yeah. 
uh, a remake of uh, Death Wish starring Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. But I why? Mean, yeah, yeah. I, just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> um, Sam continues. I used to eat this stuff up a few years ago, but since then I've found a good balance, mostly sticking to a handful of funny, insightful sources I feel like I can trust, like the M Class oh, yeah. podcast. Order now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I do appreciate that. No, that that's a good point though too. Like you you can't you can't like dive into this. Like you gotta walk away from it. You know what I mean? Like you can't. I don't I don't read reviews of movies because like I I just I need to see it and make my own opinion. And I think that that's what the internet needs to. That's like the lesson of the internet is like people need to make their own decisions still, which they always had to do. Yeah, the thing about like <laughs> reviews is they're not supposed to make the decision for you. They're just supposed right. to inform you ahead of time of whether it's something you'd be interested in or not. Right. If if you want to be informed, you don't like you don't have to read a review. Yeah. Like who said you had to do that? Like, back right? in the day, you'd be like, oh, there's this new movie coming out it's called Encino Man I don't know anything about it right right so I'm gonna look up this review in my newspaper or whatever and the reviews like Encino Man sucks dick because it has a lot of (laughs) disgusting fart jokes and stoner humor and you're like well I love fart jokes and stoner humor I'm gonna go see it right that was reviews right exactly and now reviews yeah. are like, this is abject garbage, and if you like it, you're a brain-dead moron. You're a fool. Yeah. And it tells you nothing about the movie itself. Right. Uh, reviews are, are tough. They're a tough nugget to swallow, because no one's ever going to review anything exactly the way you feel they should. Right. So you should just take everything with a grain of salt. Like, your opinion does not have to line up with the people who are reviewing. Exactly. And, like, and like I think uh, I think you were saying in, like, in the email, like... You, you pick and choose the ones that entertain you. Like, mm-hmm. reviewing should be also enter- a form of entertainment, because it, sh- it should be. And why shouldn't it make you laugh? Like, you know, it's like Red Letter Media. Like, we talk about them all the time. Like, huge I fans. enjoy that shit, because it's funny as fuck. I love that yeah, shit. Speaking, I don't always agree. Yeah, speaking of not lining up, like, I went and saw Black Panther the other day. Yeah. And I really liked Black Panther. I thought it was one of the better Marvel movies. Like, yeah. I thought it stood out above them, actually. It was better than most of them. I understand that it's just it's just a Marvel movie. Like some people mm-hmm. are kind of blowing it up like it's the second coming of Jesus or whatever. Right. But it is just a Marvel movie, but it was a really good one. And right. uh Red Letter Media kind of gave it a lukewarm review and I don't right. begrudge that, you know. Yeah, their review doesn't have to line up with mine. Right. I th- there's there's a few times when they I think for episode 7, I thought that they gave it a pass in areas and I was kind of oh, yeah. like, eh. well, there's like, you know, it's almost two completely different reviews when you watch the uh, review that they did on Half in the Bag, and then you watch the Mr. Plinkett review. Yeah, it's yeah. Time has finally caught up to Mr. to Mike at the point. Yeah, where Plinkett, Mr. Plinkett. Plinkett also is the character that gets away with that, right? Yeah, like he like, yeah, they had just come back from watching it. I believe yeah. when they recorded that episode, and he had a few weeks to ruminate on it for the Plinkett review. Right. So there's a lot more of a fair, level-headed review in the Mr. Plinkett well, one. Well, that's but he does that's still what give ha- stuff a lot of passes. Yeah, that that's what happened with me in like 2009. Like when I went to see it, I saw it with my girlfriend, my then girlfriend. And you know, like you're there with your girlfriend, and you're like, ah, you know, whatever. It was whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I saw it again, um, and I was like, huh. And then I saw it again, and I was like, 
Wait a minute. <laughs> Dude, I went to like, go see Man of Steel. Oh, my God. And I was, like, starved for a good Superman movie because yeah. movies don't get Superman anymore. Yeah. They stopped after Superman 2. They were just like, well, uh, we forgot how to make Superman movies. Now this one's about a bank robbery. <laughs> now this one's got an atomic man on the moon. <laughs> Dude. Like, we and, had four on VHS when I was growing up. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Evil Superman. He gets it's drunk. Bad Superman. Yeah, he's powered by the sun. <laughs> it's uh, in Man of Steel. I was like starved for Superman, and like mm. I left the theater, and my wife was like, she was my girlfriend at the time. It's a wonder she yeah. didn't dump me. It was like, what did you think of it? And I was like, eh, it was pretty good. Yeah. And she was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, like, I sat and thought about it for, like, a week. And I just kept mm. being like, wow, that was really up its own ass, actually. Yeah, it's... it's that's, that's And eventually I watched shit, it dude. again, and I was like, oh, my God, this is garbage. Yeah, I think I've seen it once. And I saw I it twice. Like, and I watched uh, part of Batman vs. Superman on a bootleg. Oh, my God. Turned it off. And I've yeah. never watched another DC movie besides Wonder well, Woman. Well, don't watch Justice League, because it is fucking horrible. I saw Wonder Woman, and it was alright. Wonder Woman's alright, yeah. I like, yeah, I like Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's like uh, like like the same story arc as like Captain America, which is like... It's like... To, like There's a lot going on like in the story-wise, you know? It's not just like... like Wonder then Wonder Superman and Batman are mad. <laughs> <laughs> but then they have the same mother's name. Their mom's so name is both the best same. Best friends now. It's common ground. It's fucking the Wonder Woman movie was a standard like action hero movie. Yeah, but it worked because all the other DC movies are garbage. Well, she, and she's great. Uh, Gal Gadot. She's yeah. great. She's and she gets to play like a lovable like innocent yeah. person. She's great. Like a fish out of water. And she's also like inhumanly beautiful. Yeah, that's, so that's that not that doesn't hurt. It certainly does not hurt. <laughs> In, yeah, she's like a like some kind of statue out of the Renaissance, yeah. but like even more attractive. <laughs> yeah, um, we answered the, we answered his further question because he asked if there were internet critics that we liked. We talked about Red Letter Media. Yeah, Red Letter Media is really the only yeah. ones I'll watch. That's the only honestly. movie thing I'll have anything to do with. Yeah, video yeah. game reviews like. I don't agree with him all the time, but like, uh, Dunky does pretty honest reviews. Dunky's is funny. He's pretty funny. He's funny, yeah. and when he does reviews, he he doesn't like mollycoddle a game whatsoever. He'll, no, no, he'll he tell does you not. the bullshit in it, yeah, which I appreciate. Yeah. That's like, it's one of the things I love about doing M class with with Josh is that we both will just tell you the bullshit and the thing we love. Yeah, yeah. I don't got time to fuck around. <laughs> Um, is there any specific <laughs> critic or trend that you really hate? And he said that he hates Cinema Sins. Cinema Sins is annoying. I do because I sometimes don't like Cinema Sins. Because I mean, look, it's like an art form, and like in any art form, there's gonna be like, well, this doesn't look real. <laughs> it's like, well, it's because like, it's not real. Cinema Sins <laughs> is like, well, this was a plot hole. He had a cup of coffee on his desk, and when it cuts back, yeah. there's no coffee. Like continuity errors and shit yeah, like, like who that. Who the fuck like, cares? Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's like yeah. Um, I can't yeah, I don't stand, like Sins. What's that? I can't stand like angry video game reviewers. Like yeah, the they're angry all mad. Video game nerd did it as a joke, and then people started doing it for real. Yeah, 
I can't stand it, that. It overlapped in on itself. Yeah, yeah, I definitely can't stand that. Um, video game reviewers in general tend to be like completely full of shit. Well, James Rolfe is not like that. No, like he's I've not. met him many times. He's from like where I live, and yeah, like he's like in the same circles. Yeah, he he like back when that was a thing, that was hilarious. It's still like, a thing, but it's really not the same thing anymore. And I'm not I had I don't really subscribe to his channel. Anymore, I wouldn't watch but. it now. Uh there was a time when we were supposed to do a a, a roast of him, so I wrote all these jokes about him. Uh-oh. <laughs> Bring him on the next emails episode. We'll tell him. <laughs> they were on my phone that I that died, but Aww. one of them I remember one of them was like something about like <laughs> something about like like him not being as good as like something like like 2006 was like the punchline like that's how long ago he did it oh and like God. it was really brutal like some of them were really brutal know, dude knowing you i'm sure i was if going full like, jeffrey ross on them they're like we're gonna have a roast of you jeff who should be there i'll be like not josh <laughs> yeah it would be it'll be pretty rough i can take it fuck it <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't know how to roast you i'm too good Jeff, you're not even fit to be my fucking guy who gets kicked off the podcast. <laughs> I'm already crying when you step up to the podium. You already said it. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Jeff, what the fuck? I haven't said anything. It's gonna be mean. It's gonna be mean. <laughs> oh, Rose. It's, um, there's so much bad shit. Right, like everybody yeah, thinks a that lot they're a reviewer, and the one thing about video game reviews that drives me fucking nuts is people are like, "This game is terrible because it's hard." Right, and I'm like, not all games are meant for all people, right? Just like how all yeah. movies aren't meant for all people. Yeah, and well, that's that's why I think the problem with not to get in this discussion now, but that's one good thing that games have over movies is there's a plethora of games that that like aren't for specific people they're not for everybody games can be like niche for specific people and it's like to me the whole argument of like games shouldn't be difficult and you should just be able to like watch the movies and the games is like this book has too big a words in it right it's the same concept yeah i don't know if i play a game and it's too hard for me i'm like well this game isn't for me right and right. That's how but I would still... word it in my review. I'd be like, you know, this game just isn't really for me. Yeah, it's not the game that I like to play. Right. Um, but movies are are specifically many many times, almost all the time now, because they're they're designed to make the most money as oh, possible. Yeah. So they have to be for everybody, which is bullshit. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that either. Like even Star Wars movies, like they're not for everybody. Like stop making them for everybody. Stop putting that shit it's, in there. It's weird to try and make, like, Star Wars for everybody, because there's always, like, going to be a segment of the population that's like, oh, stupid, dumb space shit. I don't care about that. Yeah, they don't want that. Or it, yeah, it, yeah, that's the one thing that I think the internet um, really is annoying. And, that, and that's not the internet's fault. It's the people's fault that people are just annoying. Mm, um, that's true. They, they, just, they, want, like, they just want their opinion to be heard no matter what. Said so the two guys on the podcast... Make your own podcast, motherfuckers. (laughs) Where's your M-Class podcast? Uh, On the topic of worst episodes, I offer a challenge. Think of your favorite Star Trek episode and then ruin it by changing one thing. 
Holy shit. What one thing would completely undermine everything about what makes that episode great? Well, I, we both love In the Pale Moonlight, and, like, <laughs> the answer to that would be, like, either they find evidence on their own that the, the, the Dominion is gonna... Yeah, uh, like, if it just turns out that It just turns gonna, out that way, yeah. God, that would suck. Which is probably, like, that's what's great about the episode, though, is that it probably is there, like... Yeah. It probably exists because they're the Dominion the and they're fucking they, evil. It, they don't find any is what makes it but, so intriguing. But you, yeah, you never hear anything about it. Like you never hear it again. Like, is it there? Who know? Who knows? Doesn't matter, right? That would you ruin. You know what that would for ruin me. the episode, Darmok? What's that? If Picard never understood what the Darmok aliens yes. were saying, and it yes. was just like the Darmok alien gets killed. And then Picard gets beamed away from the monster just in time, and then they just leave. Right. And then it's just like, well, what happened? What the fuck was that episode about? Yeah. Yeah, he has to understand. (laughs) That would suck. Yeah. Or if in uh, uh, the inner light, he actually was that old man for that long, and then he just dies on that planet. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that would also suck. (laughs) (laughs) And it was one of those, like, yesterday's enterprises where it's like, well, this happened once. (laughs) The, uh... Um, his example was that Wesley takes Picard's place in the inner light. Oh my god. Oh and then they god. replace the flute with a mouth harp or something. He doesn't know. <laughs> a jaw harp? <laughs> 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 uh, lastly, I've been playing the game Hack by Kevin Cole after winning hey. the code from you guys. Hey, nice! He is. He was the winner in our art contest, so congratulations, nice. Oh, Sam. he made this. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, nice. Everyone listening to this right now should buy Hack. Buy that game. This is not buy a sponsored it. advertisement. It's, H-A-Q-U-E. It's definitely not just Jeff putting his own agenda into an email when he reads out loud. For real, the game's great. It deserves more recognition. Nice. If being That's a fan great. of this podcast got me to play it, what's stopping you? What a great ad for that game that we love. Um... Should I take a screen grab of this to show I wasn't just saying that from nothing? <laughs> yeah, put it up. Yeah, fuck it. Screen grab that shit. That's enough out put of it me. Up on the thing. Happy travels, Jeff and Josh. Sam. Thank you. Great email. That was a great email, Sam. And congratulations on winning. Our other winner was, uh, I think her name is pronounced uh, Ryan DeBruin? Or Rian okay. DeBruin? I think it's Rian because her Ra- name is Ryan's. Okay. Okay. And she created a little like finger puppets of me and Josh and I'm Those holding them great. in my hands right now. She sent them to me from the Netherlands. Wow. So congratulations you guys and I hope you uh, are enjoying Hack as much as Sam was. Great email. Definitely get Hack everybody. It's a great game. Fucking buy it. Get it now motherfuckers. I know I know Kevin also likes when if you do buy it, if you review it on Steam, if you have Steam he, that helps him a lot. Yes, so I reviewed do it. That. So I also reviewed it. Um, <laughs> our next email is from Ross, who's from the Friends. Uh, maybe. I bet it's him. It's probably him. It's probably yeah. David Schwimmer. He's pretending. David Schwimmer. Why do I remember that guy's name? Because <laughs> he's he's like a director, I guess. Now I, I don't know. That's a fun fact of the week if it's true. Because I didn't. I know think that. he directs. He well, he's in Band of Brothers and he's great in Band of Brothers. Oh yeah, 
as the bad, like the bad drill sergeant guy. I could not imagine him as a bad drill sergeant. Yo, guy. you gotta watch Band of Brothers. If you, dude, I could watch Band of Brothers every day. I love Band of Brothers. Well, holy shit! I'll put that on my list right next to Battlestar Galactica. Well, it's only like six episodes, Jeff. So you. Can <laughs> <laughs> um, Ross writes, "Hey, Trek boys, Trek boys, Trek boys." I have really been enjoying the podcast. Thank you. Thanks. The beard collection with Kevin was great, and capping it off with an M-Class emails episode with him was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun for us, too. I just finished listening to the Spock's Brain episode, and that was wild, even by TOS standards. Yeah, I wasn't ready for how <laughs> ridiculous that episode was going to be. When I didn't mention it, but when Spock walked out like by the remote control, like I almost spit my drink all over the place. Spit take. <laughs> yeah. This fucking spit take. I just, I just wanted to thank you guys for doing the podcast. It's great hearing your opinions on the Trek universe and sci-fi in general. Thank you, thank you for listening. Yeah, you're the lifeblood of this podcast. We're just the dumb head yeah. that the blood goes we're just, to. We're just dinguses who like to talk about shit. The fact that anybody wants to listen to us talk about Star Trek blows my fucking mind. It's amazing. <laughs> we're we're pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Two goobers talking about Star Trek. Do you like Star Trek, Jeff? Ooh, it's me, Josh. Star Trek is my favorite. <laughs> That's pretty much how it would be. I'm really happy you guys continued with the show after finishing up with the movies, and I can't wait to see what collection you go with after the worst episodes. Well, hopefully it's not the second worst episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting that on the list. Don't put it on the list. I think it would be interesting to look at episodes focusing on the Prime Directive and why it should be Ooh. a moral dilemma when considering to break it. That's, that's a, a great... One. That's a fucking great one. I'm going to put that Holy on the list shit. as well. Yeah, that's a great one. Uh, there's a, there's so many episodes you could do. Oh my god, would we end up doing one from every series again? <laughs> I mean, oh, you could do. There's just so many. Like I I came and think of them all. There's so many. Prime Maybe Directive not so much in. What's that? Prime Directive comes up a lot. It doesn't come up yeah. that much in Enterprise or TOS though. Enterprise it comes up in the in the form of like. What should we do? Because there is no Prime Directive they yet. It comes up in TOS several times, situations where the Prime Directive would be into play, and they talk about, yeah. like, rule number one or whatever. Right, right. So, it's pretty much the Prime Directive, so... In Deep Space Nine, I don't really recall, like, a whole lot of Prime Directive. There was a little bit. I remember... I remember hearing Cisco say Prime Directive several times, <laughs> so... Yeah, it's... Yeah. It's more like a TNG... Um, Jeff, I have been loving the drawing sessions you do on Twitch. I also love them, oh, Jeff. Thank you, guys. The audience <laughs> requests you do at the end are priceless. They're great. That's that's something I could plug for everybody. I'm I'm streaming. I do art streams and maybe a little video game mm -hmm. playing at twitch.tv slash Jeff underscore Pennington. Do it. Go do it. Go become a fan. Follow him. Do it. It's worth it. I am a fan of the entire Zane Tenu universe. I'm happy I could listen to Josh talk about video games, books, football, and Star Trek. If you tell her that you call it the Zane Tenu universe, she'll like love you forever. <laughs> or you'll get some snarky remark back. Either way, it's one of those two are the things you're going to get. <laughs> I'm hoping he finds his way onto a political podcast somewhere down the road. Thanks, Maybe. Ross. 
Thank you. That's very nice we of you. We get political Thank you. in here pretty often. We're two yeah. giant fucking tree-hugging liberals, so... Yeah, yeah, it's pretty tough like, to avoid it, especially now, well, so... Star Trek is so much about topical ideas, it's really yeah. difficult to get around it. Yeah, you can't get around that shit, yeah. If you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Fuck off, Our bitch. last email of the night is from Bam, who is the... Oh, Bam! Who is the artist... From uh, pretend friends. Yeah, yeah, ba- yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's also my friend. I like Bam. Uh, he starts it out by it's like words I can't read. It's some sort of a greeting I can't read it. Anyway, what does it say? Uh, I think that's Klingon. Oh, it's Klingon. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how to pronounce that because I'm. Uh, I would be Vulcan if I was an alien. So. Oh right, right. So fuck yourself, <laughs> Bam. It is I, Brigadier General Bam, son of Ron. Oh, nice. Here with an email. <laughs> nice. I love this. All right, I, I won't it. lie. I'm of the mind that the coolest species in Star Trek are the ones with some form of psychic abilities, like Betazoids or even the Vorta, despite their derpy haircuts. <laughs> but I'm a big guy with long, curly hair and facial hair that basically only grows on my chin, so life clearly wants me to be a Klingon. Nah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah, I guess Josh it. and I would be from the fucking Mirror Universe, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lorca, bitch. Spoiler <laughs> Spoilers, alert. Spoilers, fuck. Whatever. Get fucked. Nobody has CBS All Access. Fuck that. Jesus. We'll talk about that eventually, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Um. Anyways. <laughs> I'm sorry you journeying gentlemen, a.k.a. Trek boys, uh-huh. had to deal with Spock's brain and with the brilliantly racist code of honor on the way. Yeah, it must be tr- brilliantly racist. It must be true what they say. There ain't no rest for the, rest for the dicked. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I get it. Because we have big dicks. Good luck with another one of Catherine Powers' weird-ass tribal folk stealing away white girls' fantasies. Yo, he knows. for real. Dude, for real. that chick has a very specific fetish. She loves getting taken in the night by people who are not of her race. Yeah. <laughs> As I sit here admiring my high-quality art commissioned by Jeff Pennington for super, nice. super affordable prices by emailing him... <laughs> At pennington.jeff at gmail.com. I'd have to say my personal worst TOS episode is Requiem for Methuselah. Oh my god, what is that one? I don't remember that one. Why don't you look that up while I continue? Methuselah. I can't even bother to sit through it, as everyone is written so out of character it hurts, aside from Spock, really. I get they're supposed to be acting weird because of this uh, perfect woman... Who literally oh, is just I've like everyone else in the '60s and has? This I've seen this one. Well, who is it? Uh, I, it? It's the one where like it's like kind of like a Roman Romanesque, I believe. I think it's like space Rome. Mm, they do that a lot. <laughs> yeah, they do that a lot. It might it might be another one, but this one I feel like I've seen this one. Uh, she apparently looks like everyone else in the '60s and has the personality of a space two by four. And then Leonardo da Vinci shows up, and oh my fry. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did see this one. <laughs> yeah, this this one is dumb. After this mess of episodes you two endure, maybe you should do like a most fun episodes, not the best, because that'd be difficult. But just like the oh, episodes yeah. that are the most fun. I would love. I mean, I really want to talk about uh, Trouble with Tribbles uh, and 
Trials and Tribulations. Oh, I think those are super fun to do together. Trials and Tribulations but, like, is so fucking fun. It's so fun, but that that could also be like a time travel one. Like, mm-hmm. there's oh my god, there's so many things. Like when O'Brien and Kira go back to the '60s, and like <laughs> they're they're just like standing there, and they're like meet a '60s guy. It's so great. It's that so good. That episode is probably on some people's worst episodes list, but I probably but love like. It. If it's on your worst episodes list, you're a fucking fun-hating asshole, dude, because that's so fun. You're probably the host of another Star Trek podcast, if that's on your most hated list. (laughs) Have you ever listened to another Star Trek podcast? I've only listened to a few. Like, one of them's pretty good. I'm not going to give them a plug. We're the only one, I thought. I'm not going to give them a plug because they have more followers than us, so fuck them. But uh, every other podcast besides that one and this one I've listened to is two guys being like, well, the systems aboard the ship at that time were... A little outdated, and uh, during their confrontation with the, and I'm like, fucking crack a joke, do something, be entertaining. Don't be, don't be the star, the stereotype Star Trek fan. Like, see through what it is. Like, get a little perspective as like it's a television show. You can be that type of guy, but just make it entertaining, right? Right. It's a podcast. Yeah. Um. Something like a he continues something like a TOS episode with Harry Mudd or DS9's Little Green Men. That's a good one. You could do maybe that, Carbon uh, Creek from Enterprise. Carbon Creek is is so good. That's one of my favorite episodes of Enterprise. I love that episode. That is a great one. I like Little Green Men a lot too. That's a fun. Little episode. Green Men. That also could be time travel too, right? Mm-hmm. There's so many time travel or episodes. Or maybe you could do nothing from Voyager. <laughs> I would, I would be in, I'd be in on that. Be in I'm on good that with that forever. <laughs> yeah, sounds good to me. Uh, already, I think I'll end this off with a pitch it or ditch it. Oh shit, yeah. DS9 plot A: No one can find Odo, and Worf is away on a mission with the crew being. He's a bag. <laughs> he's he's a bag. He's always a bag. <laughs> You're not wrong. He's not wrong, everybody. <laughs> Uh, with the crew being overworked dealing with the Dominion War, Garrick takes charge and helps out with security to Cisco's reluctance. <laughs> oh, man. We follow Garrick handling security his way with its effective yeah. yet immoral approach. Yeah, I'm kind of into this. I am I too like a this. little bit. I, I, like, I, like, I like me some Garrick. Plot B, Dax walks in on Kira, who is surprised and flushed. Dax notices a Bajoran pleasure device on the table and makes fun of her for it, though Kira dismisses that's what it is and suggests she'd never. So Dax takes it and stuffs it in her pocket until Kira admits to what it is. (laughs) Through the episode, Kira tries to get it back while remaining inconspicuous, seemingly strongly worried about it. This is more like a Discovery episode at this point. It's got two dicks on it. It's a it's a Bajoran <laughs> rabbit. If you don't know what a rabbit is, look up a rabbit. Everyone You've knows seen what it. that is. You've seen it. You know what a rabbit is. Follow through. Garrick is able to uncover an Orion Syndicate plot on DS9, but pisses them off through his tactics, forcing the fleeing <laughs> criminal to take Dax as hostage. When all seems oh lost, God. a gooey tentacle slips unnoticed between Dax and clobbers the criminal, knocking them and Dax to the ground. Da- it's a tentacle? Dax looks over to see Odo standing over the criminal as he quips, looks like I got here just in time. It's Odo was the thing. 
Wrap up, Garrick now appreciates Odo's less violent approach to his work as Odo comments on how uncovering anything from the Orion Syndicate takes some serious skill. Dax passes mm. Kira and says she really shouldn't be ashamed of anything and goes to give her back the device, but her pocket is empty? Yeah. Kira says, I don't know what you mean, and walks over to Odo for a kiss, saying she missed him <laughs> and is glad he's alright. Camera lifts up over the promenade. The end. That's like Deep Space Nine anime. <laughs> That's like a Deep Space Nine hentai. Oh my god. He just wrote a fucking hentai doujinshi in this motherfucker for Deep Space Nine. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch it because like fuck it. Why not? Why not? I love Bam. I fuck it. Bam hey, will fuck pitch it. it. Just for There's- you. There's there's two dicks. Klingons have two dicks now, so fuck it. Bam is actually streaming as well these days. He's got oh yeah. He's got a fucking amazing opening video. Oh and yeah. Like, he, it, all of his stuff is super themed after like nineteen like twenties, thirties, forties cartoons. That's awesome. And, uh, you know how like cartoons have the iris in, iris out. Yeah, always iris like, in. Yeah. At the end of his um. At the end of his little opening thing, it irises in, and then it irises out on his footage that it's taking. That's that's great. It is. I don't know how the fuck. What he does, does he it. use? It's incredible. And then does his he art use is X-Split? also incredible. Because I I made I made one. I know uh, our our friend Ian Brutalmoose does like the nineteen sixties and fifties. Like, let's go out to the lobby. Like, yeah. oh, he like does that stuff for his pre roll. And I made one for us. For for continue, yeah, that one was actually really cool too. I like that. Where a lot. it's just our vi- our trailers that we made as like a, and then there's like trivia. It's like a joke. It's all a joke. It's really joke. fun. Though. I like it a lot. Uh, uh, I don't I don't know if I'll be able to do that every time because like people get sick of it. But like, um, I just want to know how he does that. Like, send us an email about how you iris in like I that. I just want to. I'm him curious. About it. He said it's an X split thing. Explit, okay, because I have OBS. I have OBS I don't think as well. Can, so I don't think you can iris on OBS. Like I'm right now trying to make when I have some time because I'm finishing up the children's book. I've, I've mm-hmm. been commissioned for. Uh, I'm trying to make all the assets. Like I need yeah. an overlay and like oh God, opening yeah. video, closing thing. It's gonna be so much yeah. fucking work. But check me out on Twitch. Yeah, no, it's, and dude, it's super out. fun though. I actually don't Did, know what his Twitch is. I don't either. I know his yeah. Twitter is at Bamzaram. B-A-M-Z-E-R-A-M. Let me look here. Let me try to find him. But uh, he he gave me a plug that was so seamless, that was so implanted that no one even knew he was plugging. So I gotta give him one bag. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, I want. I want. I don't think Continue is following him. So I, I think it's Lamplighter Studio. Lamplight. That's yes. That's what it yeah. is. Thank you. It's Lamplighter Studio. You. And um, his artwork is fucking amazing. Lamplighter. And uh, my artwork is good enough that he commissioned me to make artwork for him. So hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Uh, that's all the emails we have. So you can uh, find me on Twitter at underscore Jeff Pennington. If you want to talk about commissioning me for art, hell yeah! You can find Josh at Henderson nineteen eighty three. If you want dick jokes, he's got them. <laughs> and you can find both of us at M Class Podcast. And uh, you want to send in an email? Yeah. You want to talk to us? You want to get with the big boys? Send in an email. 
You can send it to mclassemail at gmail.com. All singular. <laughs> get with the big boys. Yeah, get with the big boys. Send us an email. Get with the big boys. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate every email we got. I didn't get to read all of them because, you know, uh, this is supposed to be like an hour-long program, and it ends up being more yeah. every time. But Well, we ramble a lot about whatever. Yeah, so- sorry that we rambled over your emails, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- sometimes I'm amazed. I'm not amazed because I know you and I, and we did this before we did a show together where we would just like get like into this like crazy like philosophical conversation about like whatever the fuck we were talking about, and that's what we do here, yeah. and I like it. I love it. We would be talking on in like Twitter DMs just about like fucking yeah. life and experience and fucking like what maybe humanity's future could be like. Whatever yeah, popped hopefully. in our heads. Then I'd look up and it's like fucking four hours later. <laughs> it's out of control. Ridiculous. It'd be like three in the morning and I'd be like, oh, I gotta like wake up and like. <laughs> I got like shit to do tomorrow. Whoops. Whoopsie. This is the podcast Ooh. version of that, but much condensed. Yep. At least we're at least uh, at least we're using it to for some reason. <laughs> People apparently like it. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's all that really matters, I guess, right? Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Thanks for all your Thanks, emails. Guys. Thanks for being our friend. Thank you for being our friend. Travel down the podcast and back again. Stay tuned next week for our Golden Girls podcast. Hey, I love Golden Girls. It could happen. I know you do. It could happen. <laughs> I know you love it. We still need to do a. Uh, Longmire with Kevin. Oh my god. Did you watch all of it? I'm close. I'm very close. Okay. What what season? Are you on the last season? I'm about to be on the last season. The last season is like... I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's like major fan service. It's just like, here's all the stuff. <laughs> here's everything you ever wanted to happen. Here, here's like your mom's best version of Longmire. <laughs> <laughs> do, do Walt and Henry kiss? Oh, I mean, I don't want to tell you. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you. Anyway, we'll see you next time on M Class Emails. Bye. Bye bye.